Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, which is brought to you by the good folks at Bridgeway Capital Management. Check them out, bridgeway.com. I want to tell you a story, so just relax for a minute and kind of settle into this. Imagine yourself in this story. In fact, I bet it won't be that hard for you to find a, to look back over the last couple of years and find a situation similar to what I'm about to describe. Okay, so imagine yourself at breakfast with a friend. And this friend, the reason you're friends is because you have this you work in the same industry. You have basically the same job. Your peers in every sense of the word, at least you think you are. And by all outward appearances, you're doing the same, and I'm putting that in quotes, the same financially. So you truly feel like you are peers. You have similar houses, you go on similar trips, drive similar cars, all of those sorts of outward measures, you are doing the same financially. And you're chatting over breakfast and you're talking about deals that you're both working on at work. And your friend mentions that he just closed a deal. And as a result, it's going to put his net worth over. And I'm going to mention a number. Don't get hung up on the number, but I'm mentioning it because I want there to be a number to anchor to. He says that this deal will allow him to save some money and put his net worth over $2 million. And suddenly everything changes. You, while trying to appear still calm and happy for him on the outside, inside your whole world has been turned upside down. You are spinning around this number of $2 million because you realize your net worth is a fraction of that. And quickly you start asking questions. You start having thoughts like, how did that happen? How is that possible? And that's quickly followed by thoughts and feelings of shame and even blame. You start wondering why you're so bad at saving and how you made that dumb mistake, how you're dumb for making that mistake with the real estate investment. And then you start looking for ways to blame business partners, you know, your kids, you know, whoever else is involved in your life financially, you start looking for blame. You get in the car and you're still spinning around this number. You go home and you start looking for ways to change. Like, can you save an extra $5 on your utility bill? You cancel your cable bill. And in fact, I know someone like this, that it went on for years right? Start working more. Your health suffers. You start becoming completely focused on this one net worth number relative, you know, your own net worth relative to what you think your peers are doing. And the interesting thing to me is this, and this is sort of, I just want to make one narrow, there's a lot we could talk about, but I want to make one narrow point. The number was just a number, right? It's the thinking that went on around the number that's causing the problem. The number is not a problem. Mistakes you've made in the past aren't suddenly a problem. It's your thinking around it. And that thinking has resulted in literally sort of emotion or feeling. And suddenly those, that emotion and feeling becomes your reality. The question is, what does it even matter? I think it might be helpful to think about another number that we often have this problem with. And I'm gonna use the scale as an example. How often do we get on the scale in the morning 
So keep in mind, right? The number is what it is. Right? But if the number's a number we like, our whole day can go better. And if the number is a number we don't like, right, we start our day out in a hole that we've got to sort of spend the rest of the day digging our way out of. And it wasn't the number that produced that result. It was our thinking around the number. So we often don't have financial problems. We have thinking problems. The moral of this story isn't that we need to sort of lock ourselves in a room of positive thought. It's just that we may want to recognize, just simply notice the impact our thinking has around the way we feel and then act with money, right? And then realize that it was just a thought. You know, the thought we had as soon as our friend at breakfast mentioned $2 million was just a thought. We can simply notice, oh, that's an interesting thought and let it go because there's another one coming right after it. It's not our thinking necessarily that's the problem. It's grabbing that thought and obsessing over it. So rather than grabbing it, maybe we could just notice it and let it go. And really sort of the point of this story is just to emphasize the power of thought. It wasn't the number. It wasn't the number on the scale either. And, you know, for me, it's not my Amazon book ranking. You know, it's not the amount in my savings account that's quote unquote problem. It's my thinking around it. So just a very narrow and simple point. Just sort of realize the power of thought and that thinking produces feelings and emotion And then we live in that emotion and our entire reality can change just based on the power of thought. That's sort of my narrow point with this story. 